This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You got Aaron Goldhammer and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance and the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Hit us up anytime you want on social media at Hammer Nation 19. That's Aaron Goldhammer's handle, my handle at Coleman ESPN. You are 10 minutes away from Lamar Jackson leaving the Ravens to go to the Falcons. That's 10 minutes away, that discussion right here on Canty and Carlin. But we got the championship Sunday that's going to happen. You got the Bengals, Aaron, now a two-point favorite over the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. They got the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a slight favorite over the San Francisco 49ers. I'll throw this at you. You got the two best teams in the NFC. Everybody's glad to see that unless you're a Cowboys fan or unless you're a Giants fan. On the other side, they're playing Buffalo Bills fans. Think we should be there, but your team has not got Bengals and Chiefs for the second straight year in right. the AFC Championship game. Which right. game do you think will be the best game? Well, first of all, I think we got the four right teams. You know, there are some years mm-hmm. where you look at this. I remember there was one where Tennessee made the conference championship recently. Where or we're Jacksonville like, made the you, AFC you, Championship not, game. Not yeah. one of the four best. Teams. I think <laughs> we got it right. So it sets okay. up for two really good games. Right. Um, I think that this whole story surrounding Mahomes makes that Bengal Chief game fascinating to me. Would you rather play the MVP at 50%? Mm -hmm. He can hardly move, but he's got his arm. He knows the offense. Or would you rather play your 37-year-old backup quarterback? (laughs) Like, what direction are you going to go there, and how is it going to break down throughout the course of the game? And then to me, like, there's a lot at stake in that game for Mahomes. If he loses to Joe Burrow four consecutive times— all of a sudden, his status as the quarterback darling of the NFL changes a little bit. So I think both games are must watch. I mean, for- okay. But to me, the best game of the weekend, the juiciest, is the Bengal Chief game. Okay. I'm, I'm going to touch on your point about Patrick Mahomes losing luster. No matter what happens on Sunday, whether they win or lose, even if they lose to the Bengals for four straight time, to me, Patrick Mahomes is not losing any luster. He's still going to be the best quarterback, the best player in the National Football League. Give the Bengals a lot of credit that Joe Burrow's been able to do this sooner than anybody could have anticipated. Making the Bengals, let me not even say sooner than anticipated, period. No one thought that Joe Burrow would make the Bengals matter like this. Where you yeah. look at him and say, man, an elite quarterback plays where, in Cincinnati? Come on now, you're making that up. An elite quarterback is playing there in Cincinnati. I don't think, to me, that Patrick Mahomes is going to lose luster by losing to a team, if he wasn't compromised with the ankle, then I might be on that side. I think having that ankle injury. This won't be the first loss to the Bengals, though. It'll be four times in 14 months. Yeah, I hear you. I'm sorry. Okay, fool me once, fool me twice, (laughs) fool me three times, fool me four times. (laughs) Okay. At a certain point, this is just like a team's got your number. And and I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that anybody would say, oh, Mahomes really isn't all that good. I think that Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. if the Bengals go and win the Super Bowl, I think that the conversation around him being the best quarterback in the league really would seriously begin. It'll, it'll carve some room for him. I'll be swayed a little bit as far as that goes. I will say this, though, with the whole thing. I think the better game is going to be 49ers and Eagles. I'll get to that in a second. But I will say this, that Las Vegas are giving the best motivation for Kansas City, and Andy Reid did not have to beg, borrow, or steal. Because if you're Patrick Mahomes with a compromised ankle, if you're Andy Reid, that coaching staff, you're any player in that locker room, you're saying, wait a minute, we got home field advantage, and we've gone from being a favorite to a two-point underdog in our home building, they get it. But you know this, Aaron, 
players and coaches will find any kind of motivation to totally. use to totally. have extra motivation. Yeah. No one thought that Las Vegas would give Kansas City that kind of motivation with them now being a two-point underdog playing another AFC Championship game for the fifth straight time in Patrick Mahomes' career, playing that game at Arrowhead Stadium. Can I pitch an idea to you and you tell me how crazy you think it is for right. Sunday? Have at it. If you knew that you could get Mahomes okay on that ankle for a half mm-hmm. after he took a shot of okay. pain medication, right? and then the medication was going to wear off and it was going to be harder for him as the game went on, mm-hmm. Is it crazy to think about starting Henny, surprising everybody, starting Henny, and then getting Mahomes the shot midway through the second quarter? And then if you're going to have Mahomes for a half, have him at his best in the second half as opposed to thinking that he's going to play the first half, you get the lead, and then maybe he can hardly move by the time you get to the fourth quarter. Okay, Uh, here's the deal with that. It's not crazy. If anything, nothing should be off the table when it comes to Kansas City. It all depends upon not just the availability, but what is it going to look like in pregame warm-up. And that is something that they're going to have to determine. Chad Henney is going to get the lion's share of snaps this week. Chad Henney has shown you could not have a more perfect backup than a guy like that that has bailed out Kansas City a couple of times and Patrick Mahomes got injured. Go back to that 98-yard drive, longest in Chiefs playoff history, and he goes 5-7 for seven on that drive, including a touchdown pass you know that he can run the offense. Not like Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's crazy enough to say that. Sure. But anything is not off the table when you're the Chiefs and you know exactly what kind of team is coming in can, and can, what kind of team you got. Can, so you're can not they crazy. win the game without Mahomes? Can the Chiefs win with if Henny plays? <sighs> I'm going to say no because I have too much trust in Joe Burrow. Mm. Joe Burrow's an elite quarterback. It's kind of hard to have a backup come in and beat an elite quarterback and a guy playing like that. We had Herm Edwards on Freddie Fitzsimmons last night, me and Ian Fitzsimmons, by the way, shameless plug, 9 p. to 1 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio. There you go. And Herm Edwards even said when Joe Burrow plays like that, not saying he is like him, but he has so many factors like Joe Montana. Ball gets out of his hand quickly, raising the level of guys. That's why he said he couched that by saying he's not Joe Montana part two. But some of the things that he does – the ability to get the ball in his hands, his leadership and his ability, he has those kind of factors about him that yeah. make that work in Cincinnati. Yeah. And I, I know you want to get to the other game, and we will in a second. I, I just think that the point about Burrow is an important one because people put Allen, Hurts, Mahomes in this upper tier. Mm-hmm. I think you have to put Joe Burrow in yeah. that tier yeah. now. He's there. After he's done this for the second consecutive year and they haven't lost since Halloween, <laughs> I think he's – in the conversation for the best quarterback in football. Yeah, no doubt about it. If he wins and wins a Super Bowl, then that conversation may change where yeah. Patrick Mahomes is going to have company, yes. not named Josh Allen or Aaron yep. Rodgers in that room when yep. it comes to the best in the game. I will say this about the other game. The reason I think that that game will be a little bit better than the Chiefs versus Bengals, and I think the Chiefs versus Bengals will be out of sight. Styles make fights. We're both boxing guys. We're both boxing fans. When you got that kind of offense in Philadelphia, the way they're able to run the football, and Jalen Hurts playing like that. And then on the other side, you got those bloodthirsty pirates on defense called the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be a toughness battle. Who's going to be the tougher person that will impact the game? Because nobody saw Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts in an NFC Championship game. It's like the Big 12 Championship game, Oakland versus Iowa State. 
that we got in the <laughs> NFC Championship game between these two. But it shows the kind of cultures both these organizations have that they know who they are. They know who their quarterbacks are. They built teams around them. And we got a Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, NFC Championship game with yeah. offense and defense and physicality. That's why I think slightly that'll be a better game than Bengals versus Chiefs. Well, Freddie, I'll tell you, the, the Niners do not play defense like they're a Big 12 team. They really so don't. I don't think this is going to be lying. 66-59. I, I think at some point, maybe I'm dead wrong in saying this, but I'm just waiting for the magic of Brock Purdy to run out. I don't think and you're I wrong. wonder, you know, he hasn't fallen behind really in a game. They haven't needed him to lead them back. I wonder how he's going to handle walking into one of the most hostile environments in all of sports, knowing that a trip to the Super Bowl is online. I just think that's a lot to ask of him. And I think Philadelphia is going to take care of business on Sunday. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm still on the fence about both of these games. Right now, my gut says that I think San Francisco can go in there and win. But it's very, very shaky. I could change my mind by Friday. I think the Bengals wind up winning against Kansas City. I could still change my mind by Friday. But I think both of these games will not be blowouts. I can see both of these games going deep into the fourth quarter before that issue is going to be decided. Either way, it's going to be a fun championship Sunday. 49ers-Eagles on one side, NFC Championship game. Chiefs versus Bengals on the other side in the AFC Championship game. And those games are part of the hot tickets this weekend. Hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Lawn, Aaron Goldhammer, and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today in Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Now, ESPN.com's Jeremy Fowler put up a piece that we're going to do part of bold predictions, a little rapid fire. Our producer, Stasienke, is going to help us. He had a chance to have a conversation with plenty of evaluators and coaches around the league trying to had that foreshadowing, that forecast of what could go down in the offseason when that happens after the Super Bowl. Stasienke, you got the headlines. We'll give you our thoughts. Let's do that right now on ESPN Radio. So headline number one, of course, got to start Tom Brady, right? Oh, of course. So if Tom, if oh, great. Tom Brady plays next season, he will sign with the Las Vegas Raiders. Your thoughts? He... um. He certainly curses like he could fit well in Las Vegas. Um, I like to fit with him in McDaniels. I guess the one weird thing with this, Freddie, I'd say, I think personally Tom would like to stay east because now his kids are east. Mm -hmm. But I think there are so many ties that run deep, and we know they're looking for a quarterback. I could definitely see the fit of him ending his career on the Vegas Strip. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't see any other team. The only team I could see that would fit what he would love to do on the East Coast, there's absolutely nobody. I've been trying to figure it out. He's not going back home to the Patriots. He's not going to go to the New York Jets. There's nobody else out there. on the. I can't see the Washington Commanders, even Miami? Ron Rivera. My, we know Miami maybe, wanted him. Yeah, maybe. With Tua talking about, Lord, you don't know what's going to happen with him. And right. having all those concussions, so I don't think that's literally off the table. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. That is all the makes. They're going to Vegas. They got receivers with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller to wide the tight end. They got a decent offensive line. Josh Jacobs can run the football. Uh, yeah, that just has all the makings of that being the next destination you know, for to Tom Brady. To be in Mahomes' division, though? Woo. That doesn't bother Tom Brady. Yeah, that doesn't bother him, honestly. If he believes he's got an offensive line, a running game, and a decent defense, he'll take his chances. I, I could understand that, but think of the quarterbacks that have been in Tom Brady's division throughout his career. 
When he was in New England, there were no other quarterbacks there in the AFC East. True. And then he went down to Tampa, and this year, who were the other quarterbacks in the AFC South? Exactly. The same so, ones in the AFC East. Right, yeah. Now he's going to exactly. go to that division. I, yeah. I, I don't think that would bother him, but we shall see. That's a gauntlet. Yes, it is. <laughs> Says the Kansas City Chiefs fan known as Stasi. That's Yankee. right. Bring Brady on. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, headline number two. Now, while they're publicly saying all the right things, so the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have a contract situation to figure out, and there's uh-huh. been some talk that maybe they could trade him. Okay. And trade him out of the AFC so they don't have to contend with him. <laughs> there's one team out there that has about $56 million in cap space, and that would be the Atlanta Falcons. What do you think? They do a lot of similar things that the Baltimore Ravens do with Arthur Smith as their head coach. They run those RPOs and read options. The offensive line is not bad for the Atlanta Falcons. They got guys on the outside that are a little bit better than the Baltimore Ravens. I don't foresee that happening. I don't think Baltimore is going to let him go. And I think Lamar Jackson, as he stops going on Instagram and saying, appreciate me and don't let me go, they'll find a way to figure this out. But that would be the one team that would fit what he does, where they won't have to entirely flip their offense to suit the needs of Lamar Jackson. Freddie, it's my belief that if the Browns hadn't given him the guaranteed money, that Deshaun Watson was going to go to Atlanta Mm -hmm. and that the Falcons were willing to give up that three number one pick draft compensation in order to make that happen. So with that in mind, I think that that is a potential destination when, not if, the Ravens trade Lamar. Now, I think he'll probably be back there for one more year. But at some point, I don't think because of the injury risk, they're willing to pay him the amount of money that he's worth. Let me throw out one other team that I think is an interesting Lamar team. All right. The Chicago Bears are an interesting really? Lamar team to me. Oh, yes. Let me enlighten me. I'm going to hear this. Um, they have the number one pick in the draft that they could use as trade capital. They haven't had a quarterback in Chicago since Sid Luckman. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of the last Bobby one. Bobby Douglas but... doesn't do it for you? No. Jim, Jim McMahon Jim doesn't do it for you? Uh, Rex Grossman doesn't do it for you? Sexy Rexy? No. no. <laughs> so the other thing to remember with them is they're looking for a face of the franchise because they're looking to get a new stadium built either in Arlington Heights or right on the shores of Lake Michigan. So that's one other NFC team Mm. that I would keep an eye on. Would they include Justin Fields in a Lamar Jackson trade would be my question. You would have to if you're the Ravens. I would insist upon it. Yeah. Give me and then you could almost turn. run. You could run a similar offense, and maybe you feel like Fields could do similar things to what Lamar Jackson has done. The thing with Lamar Jackson, I love both of those guys, but I go back to something that speaking of the Baltimore Ravens, that Ray Lewis, Hall of Fame linebacker, said when Michael Vick was running around like that, he said, "I have a lot of appreciation for Michael Vick, but remember, this is the NFL. We will hit that out of the league." Yeah, and they did. And Michael Vick learned this lesson when he came back from all that other stuff off the football field. And he was more of a pocket passer when he got the Philadelphia Eagles was very judicious in running the football. I want to see Lamar Jackson will have to do that, be able to do that. Same thing with Justin Fields, because it has been shown you run around like that. The NFL will hit that out of the league. Moving on, a couple of quarterbacks now eligible for contract extensions, Joe Burrow Mm -hmm. and Justin Herbert. And there's an exec out there who believes that both will sign deals that'll pay them fifty plus million per year. What do you think about that? No way. Mike Brown's not going to sign Joe Burrow to a fifty million. <laughs> Mike Brown doesn't have fifty million dollars. I think Burrow is going to do what Brady did for much of his career. I think he's open to giving the Bengals a bit of a hometown discount. Now Herbert, you know that one I can't speculate on. 
shouldn't you have won a playoff game before you get handed 50 million bucks? Burrow, <laughs> to me, Freddie, is the one who's worth it more so than Herbert is. What he said, but I will say this. I can see the Chargers giving Justin Herbert 50 million a year. I could definitely see a team, an organization that's desperate the matter, not just in their division, not just in the NFL, but in their own damn city. Yeah. When it comes to the Chargers. If you, if, you, if you happen to fall into a Chargers fan in Los Angeles, that's like seeing a unicorn, to be completely honest with you. Freddie, if they had a fan base, they would have had to fire Brendan Staley. Right, But the exactly. fact that they don't have any fans, they yeah. could just, you know, hang they, out with them after right. the 27 nothing blow right. lead. Their fan base is the Santa Monica Pier. That's where they are when it comes to the Chargers. So if anybody's going to get $50 million a year, and Joe Burrow's the kind of guy that would do that Tom Brady thing, say, I don't need $50 million a year. Just make sure you pay my other guys so we can keep this going. But I can see the charge of the desperate organization not wanting Justin Herbert to go anywhere, giving him that kind of Shohei Otani kind of money to make sure you're not going anywhere from the Chargers. Last one. Right. And I'll preface this by saying, no way okay. this is happening. All right. But in this Jeremy Fowler piece, one AFC scout suggested that if Andy Reid leads the Chiefs to another Super Bowl title, that he will step away. That's not just a no. That's a hell no. There's no way. To go where? Why would he leave? Let me get this straight. Retirement. Even then. No. You you know what stops retirement? Having that guy quarterback called Patrick Mahomes. Man, you'd have to to literally drag me away from that organization, my bloody stumps, if I got Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. Are you kidding me? There's no way Andy Reid, if they win another championship, is going to say, you know I'm good. The only Hell way he would no. right. The only way he would do that is that he knows Eric Bieniemy is not getting a head coaching job, and he would do that so Eric Bieniemy would be the head coach of Kansas City. Other than that, that's not just a no. That's a hell no. I don't know what his health situation is. He keeps talking about cheeseburgers, how he wants to go eat a cheeseburger and celebrate. They he was quoted this week because I guess Stash would know better than me because he's a Chiefs fan going to Germany, and he said the thing he yeah. was really excited about is that he get to try an authentic German. Brat oh yeah, first oh, like he is. L- look out. So, now. I think he is the kind of guy that would enjoy retirement, but I, I agree with you, Freddie, that with Mahomes as your quarterback and the chance to really solidify yourself. He's a Hall of Fame coach already, but to solidify yourself as one of maybe the top five coaches in the history of the league, mm-hmm. man, win as many Super Bowls as you can. Yeah, and how much fun is it to coach that team? Yeah. You got the pot of gold in front of you? Yeah, they're yeah. playing ring around the rosy oh. in the middle of week 16. Right. By the way, that was not a holding pin in the end zone. I don't know what the referee was saying. He ruined the whole moment just by calling a phantom holding penalty. Either way, nah, Andy Reid's not going anywhere. He's Aaron Goldhammer. Hit him on social media, Hammer Nation 19. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on social media at Coleman ESPN Info. The guys today on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. And speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, what would it mean if Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs for the fourth straight time? That's next. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. It is Canty and Carlin with Aaron Goldhammer. That's him. Freddie Coleman. That's me. Presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Hit us up anytime you want. Love to hear what you have to say at 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. This is what happens when you're Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow has beaten you three straight times, and he's favored to do it again this week in the AFC Championship game. All of a sudden, people are having different narratives about you still being the best quarterback or the best player in the National Football League. I give you Stephen A. Smith from First Take. It's about Mahomes, uh, because it's, and I'm going to make this very, very simple. As great as we talk about him, knowing how phenomenal he is, we cannot escape the fact that the reigning defending AFC champions a quarterback by a guy named Joe Burrow who has beaten Patrick Mahomes every single time. Yep. He's faced him. You lose again to Patrick. You beat him. I'm sorry. You win again against Patrick Mahomes. Back-to-back AFC championship games, you take him out. Conversation okay? changes. That, the conversation changes about Mahomes. We now have to talk about Burrow. Instead of Mahomes, in that regard, we know Mahomes is great and we know he's phenomenal, but we're going to talk about him a little differently because it ain't him and everybody else anymore. It'll be Burrow and everybody else because he took both him and Allen out in the same playoffs year. To put this in proper perspective, Freddie, Mm -hmm. give me the two quarterbacks that have beaten Mahomes in the playoffs. One is Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. The other one is Joe Burrow. That's the end of the list. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to tell you how good Burrow is, I, I agree with what Stephen A is saying, but maybe I think about it in these terms. Okay. Tell me what you think. All right. I think to me, it would say more about Burrow mm-hmm. than it would really take away from Mahomes Amen. if the Bengals win this game. That this should weekend. be the narrative, not the other way around. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Because with Mahomes, it's hard because of the injury. Now, if Mahomes on that bum ankle, goes out and beats Burrow in the Bengals and slays that dragon, Mm -hmm. that's a pretty awesome story for Mahomes. But it almost is like the injury means to me that Mahomes kind of gets a pass for whatever happens in this game on Sunday. And he's not looking for one because Patrick Mahomes is the kind of guy that makes no excuses. He wants to be out there. He believes even a hobbled Patrick Mahomes gives the Kansas City Chiefs a better chance to win than a fully healthy Chad Henney. That's part of his genius. That's part of his makeup. And everybody should applaud that when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. I just find it really funny that everybody's trying to change the narrative on Patrick Mahomes. They tried it with Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. This is going to be the year that the Bills take down Kansas City in the playoffs. And Josh Allen will be better than Patrick Mahomes. And now, once again, for the second straight year, they're going home after the divisional playoff round. I heard that in the preseason. When Russell Wilson going to Denver and somebody who shall remain nameless, Bart Scott, said that Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City <laughs> are not going to make the playoffs and finish behind the Broncos and the Chargers in that division. And once again, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes ran away and hid in the AFC West from everybody else. This is what happens when you're the big dog. They can't find anything else to throw at you. They want to try to put flowers on somebody else, but they do it at the expense of your name. 
if Patrick Mahomes going through the same thing that LeBron James has gone through, yeah. Michael Jordan went through, any successful athlete known as the top of the top, everybody's looking for somebody else to gun for their number one spot. And right now, that guy is Joe Burrow Cincinnati. But at least he's beaten Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, unlike sure. other guys that have never sure. done it. And, Freddie, just on, on Allen for a second, I do think that he, the narrative surrounding him, and I know he wasn't 100% healthy for the majority of the season, and, you know, what's going on with his elbow, we'll have to see, does he need surgery or whatever in the offseason. But, to me, that performance on Saturday was pretty bad. Uh, on Sunday, excuse me, it was pretty bad. At home, in that weather, really great quarterbacks, you know, you got to bounce back from something like that. So I, I think it's fair right now to have Allen a notch below Mahomes and Burrow in the AFC pecking order. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like Peyton Manning lost a lot of games like that, sometimes sure in bad weather, usually to the Patriots. And then eventually he bounced back and beat them in an AFC championship game. I think Buffalo fans are hoping that Josh Allen will do the same. But I think now this is the matchup of the two elite quarterbacks in football to me between Mahomes and Burrow. I just think they're on another level, even than Jalen Hurts, who was the MVP for the majority of the season and has mm-hmm. played great this year. And I don't want to take anything away from him. To me, Mahomes and Burrow are on another level, and Burrow can really match Mahomes if the if the Bengals win and he beats him four consecutive times. Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie Coleman in for the guys on Canty and Carlin and ESPN Radio. People don't realize what you have to do to be an elite quarterback in the NFL. They throw that word around a lot. What does it mean to you? To me, an elite quarterback is no matter what you do, that guy's going to find a way to beat you. No matter what happens, you know that you have the game plan against them. Uh-huh. And guys like Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, the means an elite quarterback. Played bad on Sunday, but he's still an elite quarterback. The Buffalo Bills. Sure, I sure. will say this: that I said before that game that this would be the most defining game for Josh Allen so far in his young career. He's going to be fine. But now all of a sudden, an AFC that keeps getting better and better and better. No doubt. And you've never gotten a chance to get to the mountaintop or get close to the mountaintop, even yep. getting out of the AFC. It's going to be exponentially a lot harder. For yep. Josh Allen, well, not just with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, but Justin Herbert with the Chargers, Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There are a lot of young dudes, young guns out there. Aaron Rodgers might go to the Jets. Absolutely. Like the AFC yeah. is really the loaded conference. No doubt right about now. that. So all of a sudden, that job became exponentially harder for Josh Allen the Buffalo Bills. I'm not ready to just move aside in terms of people creating space for Joe Burrow next to Patrick Mahomes, no matter what happens on Sunday. Now, if he wins the Super Bowl, that conversation is supposed to change. But this is what happens when you've been that great, that elite, and people believe that you should not just be an elite guy, especially when Patrick Mahomes at least has a championship. People want to see if Joe Burrow can do that with a Cincinnati Bengals organization. That star cross, Aaron, doesn't even begin to describe what the Bengals have been. Until no. Joe Burrow got there. I mean, they're the Cincinnati Bungles. I mean, to, to win a Super Bowl with the Bungles would really, to me, that's not going in with Andy Reid and a team that was playoff caliber even before Mahomes arrived. So I do think that's an interesting way of looking at this. To me, the elite quarterback thing, that guy gets the ball in a tie game with two minutes to go, and you're playing defense you know you're screwed. That's you're an scared elite to quarterback. Death. Yeah. Yes, you're scared exactly. To death. And, and exactly. Joe Burrow exactly. scares people to death. He yes. does now. Yes. Patrick Holmes always scared people to death. We'll see if Jalen Hurts can do that right. with Philadelphia. Dak Prescott gets the ball with two minutes to go. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about my defense.
You know, I'm, just as to, a Cowboys to, make, fan, to make the comparison. As a yep. Cowboys fan, I'm just hoping he doesn't screw that up. That's yeah. all I'm hoping, <laughs> that he doesn't do anything like that. Great stuff as always from Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie Cohen, together with joining each other on Candy and Carlin. Keep weighing in on Twitter at HammerNation19 and also at Coleman ESPN. What if Sean Payton decides to stay where he does not want to be? We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie, coming in for the guys there in Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. NFL teams want to throw dollars at Sean Payton to take over their team. But what if he doesn't want it? We'll get to that at the Bailey in Tennessee. He has something to say about Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes about to face each other for the fourth time in the last 13 months at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Bailey in Rocky Top, Tennessee, what you got? What's up, Bailey? Hey, I just want to know why. Um, what's it going to take for y'all to put some respect on Joe Burrow's name, man? I mean, I know y'all, I know you, I know he's, you know, he, he's, he's done his thing, and, and it's obvious that Patrick Mahomes ain't beat him yet. Um, I, the reason I'm really calling is because it sounds like y'all are trying to make, still trying to make excuses for Josh Allen to be considered like right up there at the top. Well, I ba- mean, oh, Bailey, hold on he, a second. He ain't been, B- Bailey, he ain't been as far as Joe Burrow has. Yeah, Bailey, hold, hold on a second. What excuses have we made for Josh Allen at the expense of Joe Burrow? We haven't done that. Well, it just sounds like a minute ago I thought I heard you trying to say that Josh Allen still might be better than him. No, I didn't. No, 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 Bailey, we said that Josh Allen is an elite quarterback. We've also said Joe Burrow isn't a league quarterback, and that right now Joe Burrow's a better quarterback because he's done more things in the playoffs on the road than Josh Allen. But they're all three. Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes are the league quarterbacks. But, and, Bailey, if he beats Mahomes, on the, regardless of the ankle, if you beat Mahomes at Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game in back-to-back years, absolutely, I think you're going to have the undisputed heavyweight championship belt of the best quarterback in the world. That's not to take anything away from Mahomes or Josh Allen. To, to your point, Freddie, what drives me crazy about this discussion to pump Burrow up, we don't have to push Mahomes down. We don't. Yeah. We can have multiple great quarterbacks. Now, if you're asking me to pick one, I am taking Mahomes. Okay, mm-hmm. And I think most of America is taking Mahomes. But Joe Burrow has a chance to start to change that conversation. It's not putting Joe Burrow down to say that there's a quarterback out there that I'd rather have than him. Yeah, if he wins against Mahomes again and then wins the Super Bowl – 
there's room in that conversation for those two above everybody else. Whoever you decide to choose, I'm good with it. I'm still taking Patrick Mahomes. Right. But I'm not going to say that Joe Burrow's a scrub or he's not in that category. He has shown that in three years he can be in that category you know to be an elite quarterback. You know what this reminds me of? Do, do you have a best friend or do you have – I have a tier of best friends. Mm-hmm. So okay. right. I'm going to choose – rather than having yes. a best quarterback, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to have a tier of best quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And I get it because fans hate when you don't give their guy what they believe should be the right kind of love. But then when you give that guy that kind of love, well, it's not enough. But you can't play fast and loose when you do it. Like my dad said, that's like plaids and stripes. That don't match. You got to pick one or the other. If we're going to defend your guy, you can't say we're not defending him enough. Now, if you get all hot and bothered, we're not giving enough love. I can deal with that. I can deal with the whole lack of respect card. But we're giving Joe Burrow all the love possible because he's earned that. He's shown that. Let me illuminate more why I would take Mahomes over Burrow. Burrow has a divisional opponent that has his number. He's only beaten the Browns once in his entire career. Patrick Mahomes has never lost an AFC West road game. That's ridiculous. In his entire life. I know. Mm -hmm. So some of that maybe is like, I don't know, the AFC North's a better division. But I just think as a regular season mainstay, you have Mahomes. You're going 13 and 4 just about every single year. Yeah, and by the way, Patrick Holmes has a lot of, you know, 4 and 1s, 2 and 1s against plenty of other teams in the National Football League. No matter that division, maybe Joe Burrow could be on that same path. Keep weighing in at 888 ESPN, 888 We know Joe Burrow being in the NFL next year, and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Will Sean Payton be joining them? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times Picayune is reporting that Sean Payton interviewed the Panthers on Monday, meaning the Carolina Panthers. He's meeting with the Arizona Cardinals today, but his second meeting with the Denver Broncos has been delayed. Our own ESPN NFL reporter, Aaron Diana Rossini, says that she was told there's a team waiting in the wings watching all this and could make a move if they get their ducks in a row. I don't know about you. That sounds like the Dallas Cowboys to me. I, I, I guess I would agree, okay? And if Jerry wants to see a Super Bowl before he expires, that might be a good idea because I think Sean Payton is an upgrade over Mike McCarthy. I'm looking at these jobs, though, Freddie. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much you're getting paid. Does Sean Payton really want to go coach Carolina Panthers? Come on. Only if he has complete control of that organization. If he can have that, that's different, even in the Saints division. Does he think he could fix a 5'10 quarterback in Kyler Murray and take the Arizona Cardinal job? The the Bronco job, you know, they don't have a lot of draft picks anyway. They're going to have to give up more draft picks in order to acquire him. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the job that comes with the most, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. clout or sex appeal or whatever you want to. But mm-hmm. if I'm Sean Payton and these are my options – the longer he waits, the more in demand, Freddie, he's going to be. There's no doubt. And if you're Sean Payton, if you believe that you can turn on the Cowboys and Jerry Jones will see some kind of control, you know you got talent there in offense. When it comes to CD Lamb, a wide receiver, you got Jack Martin, who's going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You got a potential fixable quarterback when yeah. it comes to Dak Prescott. We know that Sean Payton can not only organize an offense, he can organize an organization. The well, question is, will Jerry Jones let him do it? And, and the right, answer is no. And, right. And because I think Sean Payton knows what working for Jerry Jones is like, and I don't know that he wants to go down that road. But I'm trying to think, like, 
what is Sean Payton's dream job or what is his motivation? Does he want the Carolina Panther blank slate? You know, because that's basically you got a high draft pick. You have no quarterback there. You had a couple of pieces, parts, mm-hmm. but pretty much you got you had two first rounders. You know, you got the San Francisco pick they, they got for Christian McCaffrey and they got their own pick. Um, and a couple of pieces on defense, and basically you can build it from scratch. Or do you want to come right back in and be at a Super Bowl level with a quarterback that's already established? Right. I, I just don't know that he's been super clear about exactly what kind of situation he's looking for. Right. Because I think all these teams, Denver, for example, I think he'd get $25 million a year. Easily. Out of the Walton Penners. And he has a, like, de- and he has a great yeah. defense with the Denver Broncos. And he's got a quarterback who really is much maligned right now. And if he fixed Russell Wilson, that would go a long way towards boosting up his resume. Well, he's used to fixing short quarterbacks. He did it with Drew Brees and the Orleans Saints. They're basically the same guy at yeah. 5'10", 5'11", yeah. and he'll help him how to see over defenses. Carolina could be interesting, let's say, if he gets a guy like Derek Carr as his quarterback. If he's able to bring a guy in like that that wants to show people that the Raiders ran him out of there and they should have kept him one more year, we know that he's going to do everything he can to ball out and make that word in Carolina. To me, the obvious choice is Denver yeah. because things are there. They got guys on the outside. Yeah. The offensive line they stay healthy is really good. Just uh-huh. fix Russell Wilson. And also the money is there mm-hmm. because of the new ownership, and I think they are desperate to prove themselves. There was a story, Freddie, that before their last home game, the yep. new ownership group, they're the Walmart yep. people, Walton, Penner. Mm-hmm. I, I yep. think they can walk into Walmart and walk out with tires, diapers, whatever they want. <laughs> yep, exactly. They'll just charge more <laughs> for those kind of prices if they bring in Sean <laughs> Payton as their head coach. When does a team know that it's the right time to move on from a coach and or a quarterback? That's next on Canty and Carlin. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Auntie and Carlin, the podcast.